morning and welcome into the Murray State Basketball Podcast Thursday, March the 30th. Tomorrow, the one-year anniversary of me being on TV for the last time. My goodness, time has certainly flown by. A busy uh, last couple of days here as we get ready for the Final Four. Of course, uh, former Murray State assistant coach Dusty May on Billy Kennedy's first staff back in 06-07 will lead his Florida Atlantic Owls into the Final Four. So don't have any rooting interest for a a Final Four where the quote-unquote Blue Bloods are nowhere to be found. Uh, certainly a lot of race fans pulling for uh, for Dusty uh, and for FAU. Um, I guess we'll hit the big, uh, the in case you've been under Iraq, uh, pieces of news quickly. And then I want to get to a broader point that will hopefully allow some of you to uh, take a deep breath and settle the heck down a little bit. Uh, we have seen here now in the last week, uh, since we last were together, uh, DJ Burns has entered the transfer portal. But again, as a grad transfer, also uh, announced he would be entering his name into the NBA draft, and uh, but would also uh, be maintaining his eligibility and entering uh, his name into the portal. Uh, we've seen Rob Perry announce he was entering his name into the NBA draft, and we have seen uh, Braxton Stacker, one of the uh, freshmen from last season, announcing he was going into the portal. Now, a couple new, a couple things that I just, for the sake of everyone's blood pressure, I just, I just want you to, when guys put out these statements about their futures and their presence, um, I just implore all of you to take the time to read them slowly before you start losing your mind about them. If guys are going into the portal, guys will make it very clear they are going into the portal. Because that is a giant neon sign for other schools that may or may not be paying attention to him that, hey, I am now back on the market. Pay attention to me. And so when you get a guy like Rob Perry, who now, to be fair, when you read his the letter that he posted on social media, thanking everybody at Stetson, thanking everybody at Murray State, it reads like a goodbye letter. But the very last sentence was, I'm going to enter my name into the NBA draft while maintaining my college eligibility, period. There's nothing about the portal. There's nothing about the portal. So ultimately, you have to you have to take into account that these guys, DJ, Rob, Jamari Smith, they've gone to college for four years. And sometimes you've just reached a point where you're like, ah, I might be done with college. I'm just tired of going to class. I'm ready to move on with my life. If if that vehicle is is provided. And so you enter your name in the draft 
Is Rob Perry going to get drafted? I think it's pretty commonsensical that no. And just like DJ Burns won't get drafted, but they can get into the system. You know, does that provide an opportunity to go to the G League? Is there an opportunity now that you look around and, you know, again, while maintaining his eligibility so he doesn't have an agent, I believe they can have an agent. There's certain um, parameters that it, it's not as cut and dry as it used to be. Um, I think there's some agents that, that have to be specifically um, sort of licensed where they can, they're, they're sort of there to help you with the process, but not necessarily represent you. I think, I think that's how it goes. Don't hold me to that, but it's early. Um, but then you see that, Hey, now we've got an opportunity to maybe go play overseas and maybe that, maybe that's the way you want to go. You know, and that was kind of the thing with Jamari where it was like, look, I'm ready just to start the next chapter in my life, wherever that's going to be. And he can go make money. These guys can go make money playing somewhere. It doesn't have to be the NBA. I think everybody starts getting all, uh, you know, they get all frazzled about, ah, he's not good enough to go to the NBA. Well, that that's not the point to all of this. That's not the point. My gut says Rob Perry will be back in a Murray State uniform next year. Just let the process play out. Because, again, no portal was mentioned. He just... He's been in college for four years. He wants to go check things out. Go check away. The news from yesterday that surprised me certainly a bit from everything that I had been hearing was that Braxton Stacker uh, announced he was going into the portal. Uh, one of the four, five freshmen, I guess, last year uh, that were on the team. And, you know, I think maybe a month ago, this wouldn't have been surprising, but it felt like as as the weeks had gone by now since the season was over that there was growing momentum that uh, more of these guys were going to be staying. There was, as we talked about last time, that there was going to be more continuity with this team than we maybe we had expected. And the problem with this time of the year, and I, you know, I don't know that this happened in this case, but it happens, is guys go home. Guys, you know, you get out of the season. There's a little more free time where you get out of the the basketball program bubble a little bit. And sometimes you get around family and, you know, maybe your, your inner circle and then people start talking to you. And then maybe, you know, they've got different ideas about what your future needs to be. And one thing leads to another. And then suddenly you've decided that, you know what, it's not, this isn't the right place for me. So... You know, that's always a concern this time of the year. And and again, you know, you've got guys that look around and they're like, what is my path to play? And if they don't see it, it may be time to go. And, you know, is it a little impatient? Could you argue that? 100%. But that is that is the way of the world uh, these days. I want to I do a quick sidebar here on, on the portal, which again, I think is, um, I think there is this boogeyman um, for many people, it is it is the boogeyman. 
because it, it's just the easy, it is the easy scapegoat for guys are leaving. Oh, it's that damn portal. The portal's ruined everything. The portal came into effect about four and a half years ago. It was in the fall of 2018. Now, in a lot of ways, you could say the portal has always been here. It has always been here. Uh, At least the transferring part has always been here. Guys have transferred out at the end of seasons forever. Forever. And again, sometimes it's the players that decide, I don't want to be here anymore. Sometimes it's the coaches going, I don't want you here anymore. When guys sign their scholarships, they are one-year renewable scholarships. And that is all at the that is all at the whim of the coach. So again, the countless times that guys have left, it's not always the player's problem, even though that seems to be where the finger always is pointed. Now, in the old days, if a guy wanted to transfer, it was hard for whatever reason, it was harder, especially in sort of the pre-social media area era, and now things have certainly gotten better from that standpoint, but it's like, you know, they had to go to their compliance officer and, you know, get this paperwork. And then I believe, you know, if my understanding is correct, it was like the paperwork then had to be sent to the schools they were interested in. And it was, it was this whole process, but it was also hard to, it it was, it was all of this like back room, very convoluted process of getting guys trying to transfer. And also, you know, plenty of tampering, Plenty of, again, behind-the-scenes stuff, and it's not like tampering still doesn't happen. The portal just is a, it's just, it cuts down, ultimately it cuts down on a lot of the paperwork for the compliance department. For the universities. Guys just go in and they're like, I'm getting in the portal. They're like, okay, they've got 48 hours, they put you in the portal, and then every school can see you are available. And and there's no sort of fog over well who is he available is he not available and 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 then all of that. So it it's just it has streamlined the process. The problem if there is a problem with the portal which has made it more uh more accessible and not more accessible but I think more uh more guys transferring is the is the rule change where guys don't have to sit for a year because that was almost the governor was I was like okay if I'm going to make this jump there is you know there there is a penance to pay if you will for lack of a better word that it's like I'm going to have to sit and so then you had to weigh the calculus of do I want to sit for a year and now guys can transfer and they can go play right away which I'm you know it's fine Now, what was happening was you had guys, you know, for example, the, you know, Trey Hannibal transferred from South Carolina to Murray State, played one season. Matt leaves to go to LSU. He follows him to LSU. Well, in recent years, as long as Murray State 
basically just signed a waiver, guys could transfer in back-to-back years and can, and not have to sit at all. Well, the NCAA last week sent out a sort of reminder letter that the rules, I believe, have now, they have changed on that waiver, that once you've transferred once, you have to sit that second year. There are a couple exceptions. Um, you know, one of them, you know, and ultimately it'll be, I think the one of them was was physical or mental health. That that was probably the, the there were two other uh, rules to it as well, which I don't fully recall off the top of my head what they are. Those, those seemed a little more black and white. The mental health one, you know, that's going to be a little more gray and probably tough to prove. Um, so, I mean, it's still going to be able to happen, but at least for now, there is at least some, all right, we got to pump the brakes a little bit on just this, everybody's just changing schools every year. I also want to reiterate something I have said countless times before. It is exceptionally rare. And 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 I off the top of my head I can't I can't think of an example, which probably means there's like 9 of them, but I can't I can't think of them at all. If you take away the example of Matt leaving for LSU and KJ and Trey and Juice going with him. That that is that is an ice that is a separate category altogether. But of guys that have transferred out and gone to another school, almost to a man, they either transfer sideways or they transfer down. And most all of them transfer down. Because ultimately, they have shown maybe to themselves as much as anything, I can't play at this level. Sometimes it's, look, coach doesn't want me here. Sometimes, you know, there's, there's a lot of reasons. We are not seeing yet where the portal and you have, you are losing guys to upward mobility where, oh, Murray State is getting hosed because, you know, Michigan came down and plucked away our best player. That has not happened. That has not happened. When that happens, then we can have another conversation. But that has not happened. It's the same with the NIL, and those are two kind of wrapped together. You know, if Michigan wants to pay Murray's best player hundred grand to come up and play, well, that's like, okay, now we can have another conversation. That hasn't happened. And so to just blanketly get upset about the portal and NIL and all of that, it just, it has not affected directly the current team. Now, there may be instances of recruiting where you've lost guys on the trail because of NIL situations. Maybe that has happened, and I don't know that that's ever anything that can necessarily be documented or, you know, fully assessed to go, well, we had that, you know, publicly where we're going to know, well, we lost out on that guy because we couldn't come up with a couple, you know, 
tens of thousands of dollars. So just relax. <laughs> That's the best thing I can say. Just relax on this. The part right now, and it's kind of, it, it feels a little bit like last year is just from a, from a PR standpoint for the fan base, for, for everybody is just, we need some good news. We need some good news, you know, subtraction, subtractions. We need some additions just from a P just from a, okay, it's going to be okay standpoint. And Trust me, it's not for a lack of trying. You know, I mean, they're I recruits have been in this week. They they are they are working. It's just you got to get somebody to pull the lever and say I'm committed. And we haven't gotten there yet. And so, you know, hopefully, I I, I my gut tells me we are not quite done with subtractions yet. Um, you know, I don't think there's many more. But it would be great if there could be an addition in there as well, uh, just to be able to sort of stem the tide a little bit to like, okay, I'm starting to feel some positive momentum uh, building forward. But again, that's all just kind of smoke and mirrors and, and, and perception as much as anything. But sometimes that perception can be the reality of that. Uh, Valpo fired their coach last week. Ben Cricky, Valpo's best player goes into the portal as a grad transfer. Marcus Damask yesterday, SIU's best player, grad transfer, he's going into the portal, also into the NBA, uh, making himself NBA eligible as well. So um, I saw a graphic, I think it was Wyatt Wheeler from the from the Springfield newspaper there covering Missouri State, that it's like at the top, the three, um, the all-Missouri Valley Conference teams, the top 15 First team, second team, third team, top 15 guys. I think right now there's only four that are definitely coming back next year. You had a couple that graduated. Then you've got guys just going to the NBA, guys into the portal. Um, so there is a, there's definitely a talent, um, a talent exodus out of the league at the top there where it's like, okay, this feels like, uh, you know, you've got an opportunity to be able to, uh, we're going to see some, we're going to see, had the chance to maybe have some different faces at the top next year. Uh, it's all going to, you know, rink mast from, from Bradley also, you know, announced he was gone. So you see really it's Tucker DeVries from the player of the year, Drake. And, you know, there was kind of a, uh, you know, question about whether his dad as the head coach, Darren there was going to get another job. It does not, there wasn't really a lot of movement at the power five level this year. So, um, so he's still there. So Tucker is still there as well, but um, it's a, it's just it's it's just kind of the way it is. But again, you know, the portal taketh, but it giveth as well. And that is where, uh, you know, and I know Steve and the staff have been, uh, you know, they have been, they have been looking plenty there in the portal for somebody that's going to be able to help them. And like I said, it's just a matter of when they can get somebody to finally commit. And, you know, hopefully... Uh, sooner than later on that standpoint. So from a roster standpoint right now, from last year's uh, 13 scholarships, we know that Stacker is gone, Kenny White is gone, Jamari Smith is gone, DJ Burns is gone. 
So that is nine. Rob Perry is, I guess we put him in the maybe category, but until I hear otherwise, I'm going to say he's back. Uh, So that's nine. We know that they have signed from the high school ranks, John McCreer, Laurent Rice. So that's 11. So there's two vacancies right now. Uh, Obviously, considering you have lost uh, your starting you know, for much of last season, you're starting three, four, and five. Uh, they've got to they've got to get some size, and that that is an absolute uh, uh, that is the absolute priority with those two two currently uh, open scholarships uh, that uh, that Steve is trying uh, to fill. So we will hopefully have some news on that here in the uh, very near future. Uh, one other piece of news from yesterday. Uh, Amir Abdur Rahim, who uh, engineered that uh, incredible four-year turnaround there at Kennesaw, uh, winning one game in his first year, and then in year four, uh, winning the A's son there at Kennesaw, getting the NCAA tournament. He is expected to be named, I believe it is today, the uh, head coach at South Florida. Uh, so congratulations to Amir and his uh, his graduation uh, from Kennesaw to South Florida, and uh Certainly a jump, and we'll see how he uh, see how he does. But uh, hopefully, uh, he will be able to continue to uh, to do great things down there. So uh, that is, I believe, all for uh, this edition of the Murray State Basketball Podcast. We are uh, coming up on spring break, so be out of town for a couple days next week, and then when we get back, uh, hopefully, we'll have. Uh, hopefully we'll have an announcement very soon about uh, the future of this little venture and uh, what we will be doing with that here uh, in the coming weeks and months. So uh, thanks for listening. As always, uh, if you have not done so already, you can subscribe to this at uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Have a wonderful Thursday. If you have spring break next week, uh, enjoy that. If you're just, you know, you have to go to work. Sorry. You know, if, if you're retired, God bless you. Uh, it's all that. Uh, I mean, you know, spring break with the kids. Yeah, it's it's just driving. So I don't know that that's a vacation. It's we call it. It's when it's the wife and I. It's a vacation. When there's kids involved, it's a trip. Those are two entirely different things. Trips and vacations. I recommend the vacations as much as possible. As much as I love my children, but you get the gist. Hey, everybody, have a great Thursday. We'll talk to you soon.